Hello, and welcome to the Lancet Infectious Diseases podcast, dated July the 9th, 2013. My name is Nikolai Humphreys. Today, I'm joined on the line by Dr. Mikhail Edelstein, calling from Smolensk in Russia, and we are going to discuss a paper he is a co-author on, which is about antibiotic resistance in Russia. Hello, Mikhail. Welcome to the podcast. It's great to have you here. Hello, Nikolai. It's my pleasure to give you this interview, and thank you for inviting me. Thank you, Mikhail. Um, I guess we could do with an introduction. Could you just tell me um, your name and your affiliation, and then we'll get things started. Okay. The name is Mikhail Edelstein. My affiliation is I'm a PhD, and I'm heading a laboratory of antimicrobial resistance at the Institute of Antimicrobial Chemotherapy, Smolensk, Russia. Okay, Mikhail, my first question. We've heard so much about antibiotic resistance in recent years. Can you explain what exactly is novel about this particular study? Well, first of all, Nikolai, to our knowledge, this study is the largest longitudinal study on multidrug resistance to the monofaruginosa, and probably the first one to trace the epidemic of particular MBL-producing clone, ST-235, over the period of eight years since 2002, when it first appeared in Russia, up to 2010, when it reached the endemicity level in many hospitals across the whole Russia and also in Belarus and Kazakhstan. Previously, we were, there were some reports from uh, South America, very interesting studies indeed, which suggested similar rights of um, SPM1 MBL-producing pseudomonoseruginosa. But those studies lacked longitudinal design. And secondly, uh, our study highlights several important features of ST-235, the specific epidemic clone, which is now recognized as one of the most successful pseudomonas originosa clones all over the world. Not only its uh, ability to spread carbapenem resistance, but also role as donor of MBL genes for other pseudomonas aeruginosa clones. And finally, while the VIM2 MBL, which we described, was often reported in pseudomonas aeruginosa, none of the earlier reports showed such a rapid dissemination of this resistant determinant across the large geographic area. So I think these are the most important aspects of our study. Thank you, Mikhail. So if I'm understanding this correctly, it isn't so much a new mechanism, but rather a new geographical frontier. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. Reports on antimicrobial resistance from Russia and its neighbor countries are sparse. And uh, at the international level, results of surveillance studies on nosocomial pathogens conducted by our institute in Russia uh, were mainly reported at conferences as poster publications. And only few papers were published in international journals which described multidrug resistance in Enterobacteriaceae mainly from Russia, Belarus, and Kazakhstan. This is the first report of multidrug resistance in Pseudomonas aeruginosa from this area. And um, we hope it at least partially fills the gap in the knowledge about resistant trends in our countries and also highlights, uh, highlights the risk for further spread of VIM2-positive ST-235 pseudomonas aeruginosa in the region in general. And what was the population of patients you were looking at? 
Okay. In this study, we specifically looked at nosocomial infections in hospitalized patients. There were no restrictions or exclusion criteria in terms of type of infections or age of patients. We recruited the hospitals in various parts of Russia on voluntary basis and asked them to submit the data on all microbiologically concerned episodes of nosocomial infections and to send us the respective bacterial isolates. Uh, in 2006, when we realized the magnitude of the problem of multidrug resistant and MBL-producing Pseudomonas aeruginosa in Russia, we asked our collaborators from Belarus and Kazakhstan to join the study and to submit any nosocomial isolates with suspected MBL phenotype of resistance for further investigation. So basically, the population was hospitalized patients and episodes of nosocomial infections. You only provide limited clinical data in your report, but from what you could tell, did infection with resistant Pseudomonas have different clinical features from infection with susceptible strains? Yes, unfortunately, due to many reasons, logistics reasons, first of all, we were not able to collect the patient's demographic and clinical data from all 100 episodes. However, some of the interesting features of MBL-positive strains that we found are First, the fact that they were significantly more likely to cause skin and soft tissue infections and more likely to cause infections in adulthood than MBL negative isolates. I think these are interesting points for future clinical investigations and also studies on virulence traits of the described Pseudomonas aeruginus ST235 clone. One thing that I found really interesting in the study, um, and you suggested that resistance spread from Russia to surrounding countries. Now, how exactly could you tell the direction of spread? And do you think other countries in the region might have been affected? Yeah, right. It is always difficult to suggest the direction of resistance spread. However, uh, we believe that the spread of VIN2 positive Pseudomonas aeruginosa was from Russia to surrounding countries for several reasons. First uh, is the fact that earliest MBL-positive strains were identified in uh, the neighboring countries, in Kazakhstan and Belarus, only in 2008, long after they emerged in Russia. And I need to mention here that our collaborators from Belarus and Kazakhstan conducted the studies on antibiotic resistance in Pseudomonas aeruginosa already since 2005. Secondly, all three countries historically have very tight relationships and exchange in the border regions. And sadly, uh, we were able to demonstrate high clonal relatedness and uh, identity of integrant st uh, structures uh, carrying MBL genes between all the isolates from Russia, Belarus, and Kazakhstan. So I think it's, uh, these are the important proofs of the transmission of these isolates from Russia into Belarus and Kazakhstan. Thank you. Now my final question, how can your findings inform efforts to combat the spread of antimicrobial resistance in your region and perhaps even further afield? We uh, recently uh, submitted a report uh, based on the data obtained in this study to the Russian Ministry of Health 